Good morning. I am recording this on Monday, October 11th. That's the original air date. And I want to start actually with two confessions. <laughs> the first confession is yesterday, Sunday, I just didn't want to go to church. <laughs> Have you ever felt that way? Like I, it's not that I didn't want to be in church because I did, but I didn't want to do everything that I needed to do do to get there. I didn't want to shower. I didn't want to do my hair and my makeup. I just wanted to be home in my pajamas. And this has happened before for me. And and most of the time when that happens, I realize that there's a distinct reason why I do need to be in church. Like I get excited when I originally set out and I say no. And then I realize, you know what, Trish, you really need to be there. And that's what happened yesterday. Of course, it was amazing. Uh, The very thing that the pastor was teaching on, the very scripture, was the exact, (laughs) exact same scripture that I am using for the teaching to follow Tara's testimony. If you were listening, if you're a regular listener, you know that the last episode was the backwards roller coaster where I interviewed Tara and she talked about her experience with chronic pain and her ministry to reach out and serve those who are in chronic pain. And she likened pain to a backwards roller coaster that uh, I'm going to read you some of the stuff that she said. I, I loved some of her quotes. She said, you can't always see what's coming, but Jesus is in the roller coaster with you. He knows what's coming. He isn't always going to tell you this is the next curve. Be ready. But he holds your hand. His grace is sufficient. And so, um, yeah, my first confession is that I didn't want to go to church. Um, God is amazing. And I love how he used that sermon to speak to me so personally. He gave me the confirmation that was the exact um, scripture that I was using to teach on for this following Tara's testimony, which that was my plan yesterday. I was going to spend the rest of the day getting that together. I've been writing it for a long time. I've been writing it for a long time. And yesterday, my plan was to finish it up and then get it published this morning. And that was why I really just wanted to stay home in my pajamas because I wanted to just work on that. I didn't want to get ready. And anyway, church was awesome. God used the sermon for me personally. And then don't you just love how he uses a preacher to preach something for every single person in that room the holy spirit knows what each one of us needs and he uses that exact that one sermon in all those unique ways to speak to us when we were walking out of church brendan was sharing with me how it had touched him and and what he had learned from it and then i was able to share with him you know what god did for me so i just he's just amazing that's all there is to it god is he's pretty cool isn't he <laughs> Anyway, so um, that's my, yeah, my first confession. My second confession is I'm really struggling this morning. Um, I'm really emotional. So I I just hope that you'll bear with me. I really felt like um, this is kind of one of those squirrel episodes, I guess. Uh, I, I joke about that a lot. It's the name of my podcast, Chasing Squirrels. I tend to do that. But more than that, I really want to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit and his prompting and And I feel he's prompting me to uh, speak about something different this morning. And I'm actually going to save that teaching for the next episode. So I'm going to start with just the the takeaway from Tara's testimony, which was that roller coaster analogy. We use that analogy 
<clears throat> pretty often, don't we? I mean, life is truly like a roller coaster. It's full of ups and downs, emotional highs and lows, twists, twists and turns. And sometimes it can be fun and thrilling. And then other times it can just be downright scary, especially if, if or when you don't know what's coming next, like how Tara described chronic pain, you know, as being that backwards roller coaster, you don't know what's coming next. You have good days, bad days, and it's, it, it truly is like being on a backwards roller coaster. Um, two weeks ago at a high school football game, a friend took his phone out and he was, showed me something that he had just seen on Facebook and it was a post from a mutual acquaintance of ours, <clears throat> excuse me. And this friend had shared that he just found out he has lung cancer. And my friend's words were, I didn't see that coming. We were both in shock. This is a young, healthy man with a whole lot of life left to live. And then just a few days ago, I received a group text that a fellow coach's wife, a good friend, was diagnosed with a brain tumor. Now, um, talk about a backwards roller coaster. About two years ago, this same sweet friend experienced what doctors referred to as a medical miracle. And she had, she had a nine centimeter tumor in her breast and it was completely destroyed through chemo. She had a total complete response to chemo. <clears throat> Five months prior to, to that being declared cancer free, she had been diagnosed with triple negative inflammatory stage cancer, stage breast cancer. Uh, Oh, I just, I can't even begin to imagine the roller coaster ride that she's experienced over these last two years, let alone the last few days. But I want to read to you some of her Facebook posts because it was her perspective right from the beginning that has truly sustained her. And I'm, I'm confident that she's going to continue, that it's her perspective that will continue to sustain her as she experiences this next scary curve, this next upside down loop of, of this ride. And this is what she, what she wrote only five days after her diagnosis. I received some devastating news on Monday and was diagnosed with breast cancer. All I could think of is why me, God, why me? And you know what I heard back? Why not? The darkest week of my life here on earth has also been the brightest week of my life because, in all caps, God is good. I have experienced God more in these past five days than I have for 34 years, and I am forever changed and thankful for that. My husband and I have so many God stories already, but this morning, as I started my first round of chemo, we got to worship, pray, and fellowship with several other several of our sisters in Christ who we didn't even know before we walked in the room, but they instantly felt like family. I don't want, I didn't want to leave. It was a little glimpse of what heaven will be like. And then listen to her words written about six months into her diagnosis. I have been longing to be done with cancer, to not have the label, to not have all the appointments, to go back to my normal, simple life. I have never wanted to walk through these doors and then big caps, but God, he has been so faithful. He is my champion. He sustains me even when I struggle to accept my circumstances. I know this is an important event, physically, mentally, but most importantly, spiritually, in my life, and is much more than meets the eye. No matter how much I don't like being in this place, 
I have learned so much and have become so dependent on my Heavenly Father, which is the exact prayer I prayed almost a year ago. And then this post, written exactly a year after she was diagnosed. One year ago today, I was diagnosed with a grim case of breast cancer, and my world started spinning out of my control. Funny how I thought I had any to begin with. What could have been the worst year of my life has truly been the best year of my life. We have truly lived this year, and we have had the best time doing it. Look for God in all places. He is there. Go on adventures. Be spontaneous. Say yes more. Be grateful for each moment you do have. Cancer put life into perspective for us. I hate that it took that to do it, but I'm thankful it did. Thank you for going through the trenches with us. We love you dearly. So... Um, my takeaway from all those posts that she, and, and there were several others, some really amazing ways that God showed up. She called them, she posted them, called them little love notes. It was, it was truly uh, so neat to see her faith grow and then how many other people her faith impacted. Um, but really, it, you heard it in her post, her perspective just changed. She had to deliberately fix her eyes on Jesus and not the cancer. And she's going to have to do the same thing again. And she also, too, had this eternal perspective, like her whole perspective changed. And um, I just am encouraged by her faith. Um, I've been inspired by her, as a, as a lot of other people have. But right now, today, I'm I'm my heart is just super heavy for her. And so I, I just wanted to take a moment on this podcast to share the, her story with you and to ask you if you would please pray for her and her family. She is going in tomorrow to have this brain tumor removed. And I want to read to you her prayer request um, so that if you feel led, you can pray in agreement for her. And her first name is Anna. She's simply a just a beautiful person inside and out and has the sweetest family. Um, sorry, excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, here's her, her prayer request. I'm just going to read. I'm going to read the whole post. Family and friends, we are headed to battle again. I was diagnosed with a brain tumor last night. I am so thankful for the God-ordained medical team, brothers in Christ, in our new town to fight this battle with me. But you, but my strongest weapon last time was you, my prayer warriors, Please be praying specifically that my previous cancer has not spread. The tumor is benign and causes no other debilitating, debilitating damage. And that surgery will be a complete success and we can proclaim another miracle and victory in his name. And then she goes on to say she wants to be able to respond to everybody, but, you know, she can't. And then she says, um, I love you all dearly. Thank you for fighting my battles with me physically, spiritually, and everything in between. And she ends with, God is good. And then she posted that song, Do It Again, by Elevation Worship. Uh, so please, if you feel led, will you please pray for my sweet friend Anna uh, as she goes into surgery tomorrow and for her family. Her husband uh, just got a head coach job. He's an incredible person, wonderful man, um, is developing a really great program there and uh, you know, they've just obviously, obviously been through, been on a roller coaster. They had that high and then now this unexpected uh, diagnosis. So um, if you would just please pray for her 
Um, and and I, I was going to try to do it, but I just feel a little bit too emotional right now. So um, I'm just... I'm just going to pray what I know to pray when I feel emotional, and that's Jesus, Lord. You're, there's so much power in your name, God. We come before you in the precious name of Jesus, and we just lift your name up. We thank you that you are her rock, Lord. Thank you that she knows the power of your name. There's power in the name of Jesus, and that's the name I proclaim. And the name I pray for my friend in the powerful name of Jesus, our great physician. Amen. Yeah. <laughs>